Good morning, guys. How's everybody doing this morning? Just dawned on me, you could probably be listening to this late at night. But just know, I had you on my mind first thing this morning. I'm back out here on the deck, ready to get into it with you, talk a little bit, share, pray, whatever the Holy Spirit brings our way. This unscripted thing is just a little unnerving for your girl, but I'm going to do it because that's what I've been asked to do. And I must be obedient. And there'll be a few hiccups along the way. Hiccup number one, check the temperature before you come out early in the morning. Don't assume that it's just as warm as it has been. Don't assume that you could just come flouncing out here in your PJs and be okay. (laughs) I was not okay. So I did a quick wardrobe change, warmer clothes, baseball cap to keep the head warm. It's May. What's happening? We're tiptoe into summer. And uh, we had a significant season change in the air, it feels. Doesn't that happen in life? You're expecting one thing because it's been going that way all along. And all of a sudden, the wind changes. The temperature drops a little bit and you have to make an adjustment. In my car, I travel with, most of the time, an extra baseball cap, um, a sun visor, a jacket or two. Because you just never know, right? Oh yeah, and then I do have a raincoat somewhere in the back. And a rain poncho, you know, in case somehow I end up in a torrential downpour and need to walk. I am not a Girl Scout, so don't ask me why I'm so prepared. But maybe I am in the sense that in life I have seen shifts and changes on the sudden and have been unprepared. And it has left me a bit unnerved. And that's where the anxiety comes in, right? When you weren't expecting it. When something happens, whether it's in a relationship, at your job, in your finances, in your ministry any area in your life name it insert it there and there's a shift and you weren't expecting it because it was kind of going well what do we do scripture says be anxious for nothing but in prayer and supplication make your request known unto God and he will grant you the desires of your heart I hope I quoted that right Bible scholars you're going to correct me And also notice that I don't always cite chapter and verse because memory's not serving me like that all the time. All right, so what does that mean? What does it mean that he will grant you the desires of your heart? Hmm, Make your request known unto God and he will grant you. What's my request in the middle of chaos and confusion? in the middle of a shift seasonally, when hot goes to cold, or cold goes to hot. My request is peace. The desire of my heart is to be in peace. But how does that look? My heart is racing. I feel a little shaky. My stomach is tight. 
a little bit nauseous. My legs feel like a little bit of noodles. What does that look like? God, how do I sense you in the unknown? How do I hear you when I can only hear my own pulse in my ears? When my heart rate is elevating along with my blood pressure and when the tears are running down my face because I'm, I'm not sure what just happened. I'm not sure what is happening. I'm not sure what's going to happen. God, I'm in a full-fledged middle of a panic attack. Ooh, teach me how to breathe, Lord. Teach me how to sense your presence. I need to know you're here. I slowly get down onto my knees and that could be figuratively or literally I close my eyes and I picture myself kneeling before you and I focus on the fact that only one of us is afraid and I draw strength from that begin to listen for the still small voice which guides my life. And I cry if I have to. And I breathe because I need to. And I rest because you want me to. And I stay there for as long as it takes in this moment to make sure that I know that I know that I know that you are with me. Only one of us needs to be convinced that you will never leave me nor forsake me. And then when that topsy-turvy feeling begins to subside I utter a thank you in between my tears, sometimes my sobs, and my weakened state of my frame, and I lift my hands as an offering. And that is a sacrifice. When I didn't think I could lift anything, I lift my hands. And there you are, pouring into me. Oh God divine, pouring, pouring, pouring into me. Granting me the desire of my heart, which is peace. And it does pass all my understanding. reset, recenter, refocus. And I listen for direction. And sometimes I take out a notepad or jot something on my phone. And I write. 
then I wash my face. I look in the mirror and I say, you got this. You're going to be okay. You are not alone. Your daddy God is right here with you. what it's been like for me in these various changing seasons of my life. I've come to the understanding that trouble will come absolutely. Winds will change undoubtedly. Sometimes you'll be caught off guard. No mistake in that. But God, oh my God, will never leave you, nor forsake you. You have a, a mic drop scripture. You know the scripture that you read and just drop the mic on it. It needs no sermon. It needs no benediction. It needs nothing but just to be read or said or recited or wherever it comes from. Whether it's your memory, your heart, or the book itself. Here's mine. Romans 8, 38 and 39. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. That's it. And that's all. Mic drop. I hope this helps you today. Just a little bit of time between friends to remind you, you are not alone. Talk to you soon. Love you guys. Peace.